favorite lover You make my day every night Loving me like no other On the show this Thursday morning, what you just heard was the title track of the CD, You Make My Day. And I have the good fortune of having Earl Whitaker sitting across from me on the show this morning. Earl, thank you so much. This is so exciting. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. And and we're going to talk about Earl's history and... uh, him working up to this point because there's also exciting news with this CD's debut. But first, Earl, thank you so much for being here. When I'm tongue-tied. I'm so excited. <laughs> I appreciate you. you being here. I appreciate being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now, let's start with a little history, if you will. How long have you been playing a guitar? <laughs> Um, since about 1966, which would be, but, uh. It's almost 40 something, 48, 49 years. Yeah, we're getting getting Almost 50 years, Earl. Yeah, yeah. That's, and how'd you start? Was it just something natural or? We started in church. Actually, I attended the church, uh, the Lily of the Valley on 27 Henry Street. Mm -hmm. And it just happens it was across the street from the soundtrack uh, nightclub. And uh, so uh, there were a lot of guitars from around the country that would, would come for different uh, events, revivals and things like that. And you get to experience different styles. And uh, there was a one particular guitarist, Ronald Jones. I don't mm, know if you know Ronald. I do not. Most people in New Haven will know him. He's, they call him Rabbit sometimes. Yeah. Now, Rabbit, I've heard of. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Ronald Jones. And he came to church and he would uh, play. And he had this gold sparkle guitar. And I was like, <laughs> I got to have some of that. That's just... <laughs> That was it, you know, so. That was your selling point, huh? Yes, And then here in the club music, music, uh, a live music outside, like, and the weekends, I got the bug. Mm -hmm. And I remember you, to show how old I am, from Positive Choice. Positive Choice, yes. Now, how long were you all together, and when did you form? Do you remember? Oh, we were. How uh, did you form? We were going to Hill House at the time, so, oh my God, what year was that? I'm I'm not going to get the year right. <laughs> but we were together for uh oh through was, high school. Yes, through high school and uh and after. Uh-huh. And we uh we came a long way and we ended up uh in our teens being uh, going on onto the Buddha record label. Oh, well, a little later than teens. Mm-hmm. But we yeah, through high school, uh, uh Andy McClam, uh James Moore, Eugene Brown, um Frank Random originally uh, i know i'm gonna forget somebody ronald wilson uh and we were kind of the core of the group i did say james right yes yeah. mm-hmm. so uh we were the core of the group and from then we we kind of picked up other members uh roy alexander um uh mark moore became a member and uh yeah we went on to do some things but we had uh not really a good guidance coming out of new haven um 
we could have had better uh, mm-hmm. guidance. We were really raw. Mm-hmm. And so he took advantage, got advantage taken of us, but um, it wasn't there. They didn't stop us. It wasn't the kind that, that crushes you. So we you learned from it. I was going to say a life lesson for you. Absolutely. Not only that, but it teaches you as a mu- musician how to proceed. Yes. Right? Yes. Because there's so many people who um, are so talented and yes. excited. Yes. Somebody from a record label comes along and you're like, that's exactly what happened to us. And you don't understand that you've basically signed your masters away. Yes. You've signed publishing yes. rights away. All yes. those type of That's things. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to make your money by being on the road, not necessarily right. from record sales. Exactly. You know, and, and our I will tell you, just as you say that, our first contract was a yellow legal pad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A blank. Blank yellow legal pad was that. <laughs> so what they did, they took us down uh, to uh, the Hit Factory downtown oh, New York. Yeah. First, first they took us there, and they had us record the album. After that, they come to Rockview Circle, a rehearsal, and they're like, they give us some uh, test pressings mm. to impress our mm. friends and girlfriends, <laughs> and then they offered us the blank contract. <laughs> So it's like, we're not signing that. And it's like, well, you're not going to make a record then. Goodbye. We're like, well, maybe we'll sign it, you know. And we did. And the rest is, well, it's not complete history, but it started there. It started there. It started there. It didn't end there, though. Indeed. Because Mm -hmm. you have, you make my day. Yes. You have a lot of local musicians on here. We're kind of fast forwarding a little bit. I want to go back to you being a solo artist, but... Mm -hmm. On this, you have about two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty people from New Haven. Yes, with the exception of Big Dog Davis. Yes, yeah. Well, this is the thing. Uh, we have world class musicians here. You know. Yes, we do. We do. It's always been known. Yes, as a place for world class R and B and gospel. We can hang with anybody. Yeah. You know, and and uh, and a lot of people don't know that. Um, I think that sometimes. Um, some of the people who make it out of here uh, or become the face of New Haven is it, not always in such a positive light mm-hmm. and it reflects on everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's said, well, that must be what New Haven is like. And we get passed over sometimes. But when I came when I, to, upon the opportunity to make this recording, that's a, my mind. I know who I call to who to call. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they did an excellent job. I couldn't ask for more. So now I'm going to flash back. After the days of positive choice, yes. where did Earl Whitaker, the musician, find himself? Were you doing side gigs? Were you doing local clubs? What was going on with you? How did you grow as a musician? I was doing side gigs, and uh, but I also was doing the Earl Whitaker band. Mm-hmm. And that took many uh, shapes and forms, you know, but it was a, a learning process where I learned how to be a band leader. Mm-hmm. You know, and the business side of it, and uh, um, I th- I think that and that that process really taught me a lot. It taught me a lot, but but uh, and as I did, I got a lot of work, and we went around and around. And what personally for me, and not speaking for any other musicians, mm-hmm. and, w- and what they love to do and the way mm-hmm. they love to do it, is it became a hamster wheel for me. Uh, where I I didn't I was treading water, 
but I wasn't really doing what I wanted to do. And I started thinking Which about what? Rec- make um, music and have a body of work behind me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking about that and I'm like, I don't want to lead this world and not have a body of work behind me. I don't care what it, all the good playing and singing I did and what people say, the compliments and everything. If you leave here and you don't have a body of work. Well, for me, I, I felt like that was uh, what I was driven to do. So I came in off the road and I began uh, writing and uh, I, I really didn't know exactly how to go about it. So uh, in the maybe in the last five or six years, I formed a label on the mm-hmm. LLC, mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Cam Records International LLC. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing, and, and I'm still learning. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. but I, I was like, okay, so now I have a shell. You know what I mean? And so right. now I need now I need the, the, the recording. And that took like three years because um, of life and, I, and family, mm-hmm. and I got to help part of my, my family uh, who needed who needed help and uh, i was like paying it forward for people like people who helped me mm-hmm. and so that's um that's kind of where we started with that so bringing you to right now mm-hmm. what do you think you've learned not only as a musician mm-hmm. but as a band leader what have you learned what can you share to help someone else grow um, you know what? I, I, let me say this. This is, I used to hate with a passion for people to say to me, <laughs> you, you can be anything you want and you just keep on going and don't let, you know, like, just like, live. I'm like, that sounds stop. like said, just stop. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah I'm like, it, stop. it's not happening. It's not working, you know? <laughs> and then I start just like, uh, use the term, uh, I just leaned forward. Mm. And I didn't have a plan. I don't know every what I'm going to do every day. I don't know what I'm going to do every night. Of Even recording-wise, it was like over the last three years, there's months that go by when I don't have the funds to go into the re- recording studio. You have a really hot session, and you're like, I know what I'm going to do next. I know what I'm going to do next. And then the week goes by. I know what I'm going to do next. And two weeks go by, and I know what I'm going to do next. And three weeks and four weeks. Like, oh, my God, this is never going to happen. And I say, I got to shake that off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then two months go by and then I'm back in the studio, but I took my time and this, this is the proof is in the pudding right here. You know, like the song, they couldn't have not have come out better. I think, I think I chose the exact right people. And uh, you see Chris, uh, big dog Davis on there. He came mm-hmm. in as a consultant. How did me. that happen? Oh, well, you know, uh, I, I've been off and on. He's been calling me to do like background, um, uh, vocals for different artists. Mm hmm. A lot of times I don't know who the artist is. He just calls me and gives me the parts. Some sometimes it's for him, and I do them. So we we developed a relationship to where I started calling him to do 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 gigs, and he wouldn't do them with everybody. I was really flattered that he would do them with me, mm-hmm. and he'd call me, and then we ended up uh, working with uh, Fred Paris and the Satins. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he called me in on that, and uh, we did that on and off for for a few for years, and so when it came down, uh, he's on a um, a different level uh, than and been exposed uh, more experienced and then most of us around as far as the recording end of things. Yeah. And I, and I felt I was in the right, um, in the right realm. I thought I was doing the right thing, but it was nothing like it, paying a consultant to come in and, and critique and sit there when he came in, he was generous with his time. He came in and sat with us in the studio and he's like, uh, I'm like, this, this is a, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening. And, and 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 the vocal is getting washed over, and he's like, "Take some things out." I'm like, 
genius. You know, <laughs> <laughs> why didn't I think of that? You know, so like stuff like that. It was worth it. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? It lets you know you're on the right track. And yeah. you, you just watch and you learn. And like that, he's a really humble guy. Really, really talented. And I'm glad to, to be associated with him. And, and so um, I, I, I did the right thing. If I don't know, I'm going to ask. At this point yeah. in, my, in my life, if you don't know, ask. And I've been able to make some good moves. So, almighty producer Harry, can you restart cut number one? Now, that is the title. Yes. Of, what do you call this? An it's, EP? A yes, CD? Yes, EP, EP. Okay. Yeah. And? Because it's abbreviated and you want okay. the consumer to know that it's not a full CD or 14, or 10 to 14 songs. Okay. It's under that. Okay. So this is You Make My Day. Featuring Chris Herbert. That's the title is You Make My Day featuring Chris Herbert. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I'll say the whole yeah. thing the next time. Yeah, well, I, no, so. I'm just saying it because I, I wanted to give, make sure he, could, he got credit. You know, uh-huh. that, that people know who it is. Who He's it awesome. Is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's written by you. Yes. You are on guitar, mm-hmm. lead vocal, and background vocals. Yes. James Moore is doing drums. Yes. Willie Moore, bass. Yeah. Chris Herbert, tenor sax. Yes. Jay Rowe, as we all know. Jay Rowe. As they like to say it, toes. Jay Rowe. Jay Rowe. It is on keyboards. Roy Alexander, percussion. Yes. Julius Whitaker. Yes. Guest background vocals. Hmm. Yeah. Might be related to you? <laughs> yeah. It's Julius Whitaker guest <laughs> is his name. But yeah, he's my grandson. And he was in the studio with me. And, um, he always practiced backgrounds with me, you know, mm-hmm. at, at at home in the car. And so I took him to the studio with me. Um, I had some other things to do. And, and he was like singing along. At first he was making a disturbance. So we had to stop him. <laughs> and and we brought, put him in, in the booth and he was a little nervous. I could hear his like breathing. You know, he's a little hyped, you know. And, and, and so uh, after a while, uh, um, let me say, when we go in the studio, a lot of times we barter services. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and between musicians, you know, and like that. And so right. Steve Clark, we were in his studio in Bridgeport, Steve, okay. the great Steve Clark. And and he, we were bartering services. He's giving me a, a discount that I would never mention on the air. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that whole commercial? Price is so low, we can't mention yeah, him on the air. Yeah, we can't mention him on the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, he's, so we're on the clock, but he's, you know, I can't play around. Right. Because, you right. know what I mean? Right. But Julius is now saying, okay, Julius, that's good. Come on out. No. I want, no, he? I'm going to get it right. He was 11 then. Mm-hmm. So no, he doesn't want to come out. So he got it. He nailed it. He did three songs for me. Did that. The high harmonies are all him. Oh. The backgrounds and um, uh, you you got it that way. Um, track two and give my life to Jesus and just the contrast of his voice against mine was a really a really good blend. You know, what is the inspiration behind behind the whole CD? Oh, uh, my life is on the line. <laughs> you know, I mean, all the th- things that you feel like you should have done uh-huh. that you wanted to do. You know what I mean? And you took the roundabout way. There was not a not a clear uh, conscious thought of how to go about them. You know, you just wanted them, and, but you were adrift. You know, and you can see it over there, but you're drifting over this way. You know, mm-hmm. so it's finally you get it. If you guys get your hands and start paddling, mm-hmm. you know, something to to propel you in the direction that you want to go. And so that's uh, what what I, I was trying to do. And um, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that's that's exactly where where we wanted to go. And uh, um, God bless us. We, you know, we were able to. And it to... took you three years. Yes. I don't think most people realize 
the process mm-hmm. when it comes to doing something like an EP or a CD or even right. you know what you want to call an album, right. because it is a process. Yes, not only a creative process, right. but it's a process in how musicians come in. Mm-hmm. You know, studio time, right. all of the things that you mentioned. Right. So three years to start and stop. Well, it doesn't take everybody three years. So let me say but that I've, first. But I have heard of major artists yes. doing the same thing. Yes. So yeah. I don't think you're alone in that. Well, for you know, me, and even artists starting out, same thing. Yeah. Well, for me, uh, I'll, I'll put it like this. Um, I didn't have a budget. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's part, that's just, key. Just, that's a, yeah. Just, but that's that's a. In this particular case, it's um, a small part because we had it was a family crisis, ongoing family crisis that uh, that ended up with us having grandchildren in the house. You know what I mean? That that needed to be in the house with mm-hmm. us for a period of time, which changes your budget. Whatever you and think which you changes have, everything. It, it doesn't work on paper, right? And so that's why you when you can like stow away a few dollars for a couple of sessions. And, uh, you know, you can do that. And that's why I said, like, where did those those two month intervals in between mm-hmm. is because of, of those kind of situations. But it's finally completed. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But but now you have to go do more because we were able to uh, get some notoriety uh, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And um, so when you get a spot, you have to keep your spot. Right. You know. Right. So. Well, let me do an ID. You're listening to WNHH 103.5 FM LP, New Haven Independent Radio. My name is Michelle Turner, and this is the show. And I have the good fortune of having local talent in the studio today. Earl Whitaker has been around as long as New Haven. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He greeted the pilgrims with his guitar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm they were, just, they were gracious. Kidding. They were gracious. I'm just kidding. They were, but po- I, they were poor you know, chippers, though. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, you got to work your way up. That's right. Start from the beginning, right? <laughs> the pilgrims. Oh but, but Earl has been someone who. Everybody is known because at some point in time, we've all heard him play in various places, various bands around New Haven and, you know, different parts of Connecticut. So I am very gracious and very appreciative of him being here and sharing his time with us this morning. So we were talking about the process and, you know, how you had to stop and start and Mm -hmm. there was you know, a family situation which allowed you to or didn't allow you to. Yes. Yes. But obviously those things eventually moved out of the way. Yeah. And you got back in the studio. Well, you know, they didn't really move out of the way. They're, you just have to uh, keep moving. You know, you have to keep going. And uh, so we were, we were able to do that. So... In that, once that process was complete, yes. what was your next thought? Um, how do we release this and uh, effectively, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and still, get, it always goes back to how, your resources. Mm-hmm. What do you have for resources? And it's a learning process. So now, how do I release this uh, and have people actually hear it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because now you got X amount of copies. 
um, having a minimum amount of physical, that's what's called a physical, right. a physical copy, right. uh, entitles you to a little more than just digital copies. You know what I mean? Just uh, uh, MP3s and, and downloads, you know? And so you're still uh, con- restricted by, by your resources. And um, so I was really, really fortunate. I did some research mm-hmm. and um, there's a couple of dis- distributors that are, um, especially for um, independence. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I made a choice to go with uh, CD Baby. Um, it's a okay, yeah, I've yeah, heard of them. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're a distributor for, and uh, the combination of doing that and getting a, a what they call their their pro package. And I'm really putting this out there for other musicians to hear. You know, um, that that doesn't entitle you to anything. It's just that. Uh, with the combination of the with the way the music came came together, mm-hmm. and uh, it just been and people liking it and really taking to it, it was uh, it went straight to Europe, and wow. it, it shocked me. It really did. But CD Baby, uh, they have a connection over there, and they really distribute everywhere. and And uh, Europe picked it up, and a couple of DJs got it, and they passed it along. They say, hey, "You got to hear this," and it went all through uh, the UK, and and um. Uh, as far as Turkey, wow, yeah, and it's not 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 uh, uh, a lot of uh, copies. I could I could see sales in Turkey, and and uh, um, I can't even uh, name all the countries, but throughout Europe and uh, and France, you know, France is Europe, but you know, uh, UK and France. I was going to say, oh, mighty producer Harry, I'm taking this from the prices, right? <laughs> can you please play? You've got it that way. That's cut number two, featuring one of my favorite people, Alita State. Yeah, yeah. It was Alita. She's a hot She wrote the lyrics to this one. In, in 84 or 5, something like that. Wow. Yeah, all the songs are from the 80s except the last one. Well, what made you decide to go back and pull this music? Because I'm sure if you've got these you've mm-hmm. certainly got but more yeah yeah I, and i do <laughs> our local prints it's just that when the time came those are uh um as i've evolved uh, in the classic r&b uh, uh that's my niche mm. and that's the best of my niche right there so so going back was like um the best of what i do mm. you know and and uh so and and it proved this i proved proved me right you know um but to hear it uh, over the radio in, in another language, it's, it's amazing, you know. Like really? The, and these guys are like talking to me and I'm doing radio drops. <laughs> Hi, this is Earl Whitaker and you're listening to Nigel Waymark's new tunes on uh, Soul Radio UK. You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. I, and what happened, what I did now, I just started making them radio drops and sending it to <laughs> They weren't even asking me anymore. <laughs> If you play my song, I'm sending you I'm a drop. I'm sending you a yeah. drop. Right? So that way, that way, even if I'm not in the rotation for that day, right? I'm a your name is I'm still presence. heard. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So right. we're working it. You know right. what I mean? We're working. You can't. You're gonna have to get rid of me. You have to come get me because you play my music. It's on. I love you. I'm, I'm never going away. So that's why I'm going over there because they're open to me. And, yeah. and you know, and I'd love to have a tour. Um, I don't. Have, but this is this is more of a. Sort of meet and greet media type yeah, promotional, right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least that's what we're called. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing something, you know what we're, I mean? We're just going and yeah. we're going for it. 
Well, you know, at, let, let me let me say this: is uh, if I don't go, then I feel like I am not who I say I am. You know what I mean? I if I always believed who and who I am, I didn't always know how to go about it. So if I if I believed I am who I say I am, then I gotta get on a plane and go over there. And then, so I say that get on a plane and go over. There. I just heard the other day where the president wants to uh, um, uh, deregulate an airline. <laughs> Regulations, right? And I'll say I'll get on the Queen Elizabeth too. <laughs> I'm going there, high style, so right? There, yeah, Robo. <laughs> I'm just gonna make right. my way. Yeah, right. There you go. So, so how many countries have you decided yet, or uh, well, have I, they decided that for you? Or? Well, well, I, I'm thinking UK because that's where, where the strength of what I do where it's coming back to me strongly from the UK. Now that uh, that includes um uh uh. Where um, Paul Mills is, uh, um, Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. Paul's in Scotland, so we will do that. But I, I will have to get on the train and go to Paris. You know what nice. I mean? Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to do that. Um, do, are you getting much play in France in um, Paris? A little bit. The larger not as much cities, as UK, and not the, and, and another thing, uh, you have to keep in mind that you possibly don't hear everything. Mm. You possibly, you possibly cannot monitor everything. Right. What I'm hearing is good, but um, I, I have to assume that there's more. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you can't worry about it. You just have to go after it. I mean, at this point in my life, I turned 60 in this last December. Okay. You know what I mean? And so so God bless me. You know what I mean? Yes. To, be, to be doing what I'm doing at this point in my yes. life. And, and I worked for it. Maybe uh, I thought I, I should have had it at another time, but I didn't. I can have it now. And so we're going we're gonna to ride it to the wheels fall. <laughs> Indeed. And I'm really, I like the tone of the CD yes. because it is R&B, but it's, it's very, ah, yeah, exactly. Very calming. Yeah. And was that oh, the plan? You. Because you said this is your niche, but I, I still know you more as, yeah, you know, the, the, the guitarist. Yes. Well, I think that when, from you saying that, like, you know me as a guitarist, so when you're in that environment, you, you're playing for the people. And for that particular engagement with the people you're you're playing with, you know, and you have to uh, play what mm-hmm. what you have to play mm-hmm. at that point. Now I I'm not doing that. I don't have to play with all the other stuff, you know. You play some of it, but and now I can play a program with my own music, which was my dream. It was yeah. my dream. Yeah, to play my which own. Which is great. And maybe that's the ah you're hearing. You know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> it's the release. Yeah, because you can't really approach uh, musicians and and. Uh, about work you have to have some work and they work you to get to work you have to do the the songs that are required mm-hmm. you know and like that so and I, I consider myself just just for the record a, a regional artist as a, I, I think local is a kind of a kind of yoke that people put on people that sometimes people use not not i know you not said that not sense. you yeah i know yeah. i know you don't mean it that way i'm just saying that you know like like uh, um this kind of a differentiates i think a little mm-hmm. bit you know well i i'm saying that because yeah. this is wnhh and yeah. we are hyper local i got you and so not only that but i think a lot of times folks who are here and do music and work hard are not recognized as our own yes and you truly yeah, our, I, I get our, that. our own. But I, I understand yeah. that you, you know, yeah. the regional, because if you think about back in the day, you think about yeah. music, you know, those days when we listened to YBC when it was on Elm Street. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and 
its reach was to Long Island. Right. And to Bridgeport, which I believe it still is. Yes. Um, you know, it it that makes you regional within its yeah, it, right? it I itself. Got I got you. You know, and we we take in music. Yes. You know, New Haven takes in a lot of music or it used to. Yeah. Um that um other people across the country weren't playing. I distinctly yeah. remember a lot of music that um either people in the region weren't necessarily li- listening to New yes. Haven's music was different from New York's. Yes. You know, back then. Yes. And um so we've always had some mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. regional reach if you will. Well, I think maybe my my uh intention is to find a word between local which is shows ownership of our own mm-hmm. and 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 a word that shows a uh, reach uh, mm-hmm. Out to the world, like you know, it, it, like at least the uh, the um, what is the word I'm looking for? At least your intention to reach the world as mm-hmm. an artist, you know what I mean. So, um, it, it, I think it gets misused sometime. And I, like I said, I'm not talking about our conversation. I'm just saying that you know, in general, it, it yeah, gets, it, it kind of locks us down sometime and and differentiates between people who actually are from here who are uh, fall under that heading who are doing national international things mm-hmm. and since so somehow we describe them differently you know what i mean as as that and i, I didn't want to get off into that i just wanted to no I, yeah. I want you to yeah. explain yes. I, I want yeah, that yeah yeah cut number three almighty producer harry hey you this is featuring earl whitaker yeah, j Rowe on keyboards carl keller on keyboards Trevor Summermill, Somerville yes, on drums and produced by Earl Whitaker and Andy Abel. Let's Andy give it Abel. a listen.
Satisfaction is the key What you're giving to me, yes Forever I'll stay just heard from Earl Whitaker's new EP, You Make My Day, Hey You, which I understand in talking to Earl is one of the popular songs that they're taking in Europe off this EP, correct? Yes, that's the new single. And the objective is to uh, uh, exploit each song as a single. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we released that CD Baby C, they released it as um, it's it's a digital release that's available uh, if you want to buy it as a physical. You know, you know, you understand. So yes. what happens is, um, the DJs picked it up, and I had to learn this process. So when when um, they started playing it, I didn't realize that they purchased it. Okay. See, uh, it, it. I had to learn that they purchased it, but then when they purchased it, they purchased one song, and then some of them purchased two. And it was Give My Life to Jesus was the strongest one. Mm-hmm. And then You Make My Day. And they were playing both in the in the same program a lot of times. But I didn't realize that they didn't have them all. I, okay. I had to learn this process. It was okay. brand new to me. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I started sending them. Like 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 I said, I created a, a group on Facebook, a closed group of DJs, and asked them if they have it. They don't have them. I send, it, send them to all the MP, six MP3s. And so they all have them. And then they... They're 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 really working with me to coordinate, um, you know, like singles, which is on. Uh, I didn't Unheard even know how of. we. You yeah. just had to be creative and ask. Mm-hmm. All they can say is no, right? You know, and so I ask right. politely, and and so far, so <laughs> so good. You know what I mean? Um, now, talk if you will a little bit about the process of trying to get music played when you're an independent artist. Yes, because I know that. You kind of live or die through different surveys mm-hmm. that are taken, mm-hmm. um, exposure. Mm-hmm. So how does that work and, and how do you try to make that work? Well, um, this is the thing. This is part of the process, part of the learning process. You go in as an independent and you don't know these things. You just dive into the water. Mm-hmm. And you, if you swim across the channel, you know, the time you get there, somebody, you know, you could have took a boat. You know, like you could have got a ride or something, you know, and you go like, okay, I didn't know that, but I had to get across the channel, you know right, what I mean? So, right, so, so right. you go, and so the thing is to find a, a national radio promoter, right, for your particular genre of music, mm-hmm. national radio promotion. And uh, so that, that's, that's where we are now, see, for, for the United States. Now, um, we were talking about that earlier. I was telling you about our, our, our local station, our home station, 
and we did a uh, interview on YBC, and they uh, informed me that they they put my music through their survey, and uh, they can't play it; it's not accepted. So um, you would think that at home you would you would love to have that kind of support mm-hmm. so that your people can hear you, but it didn't work that way. And so I did accept the in- interview in order to speak to my community and thank them for for their support for their support. That's yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So so, but you have to get national radio promotion. And, and um, how long does that take? And who do you reach out to? Well, this, that's what you have. You're learning on the fly. See, I'm doing that now at home and I was able to locate a few, uh, but they were not for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, you, you now you have to trust your vibe. Once you connect with somebody, the way they t- you talk to them, they talk to you. Mm-hmm. And what I'm looking for is like it's almost a menu. It's like, let me give me your 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 plan or your uh, uh, particular uh, uh, your sets of price list. Right packages. What kind of packages do you have? You know, I got the seven ninety nine package that gets you entitles you to eighteen hundred stations. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. You can get the twelve hundred dollar package. You know, and and so when people offer you packages like that and they're in order, then you, you tend to more to trust them. Mm-hmm. But I, I at first I, I'm getting a lot of well, how much money you got? <laughs> <laughs> And you know, when you hear how much money you got, yeah. strangely, it's whatever like, you buy mm, is going to cost that amount of money. money. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're, we're still working on it, you know? So, and what the beautiful thing would be to coordinate with whatever's playing in Europe to have that hit here, be, be moderate kind of attention over here. Mm-hmm. And they, they can meld like that and, you know, and possibly, but, but so we, we believe it'll happen. It's just a matter of time and the learning process. So when are you, when is your promotional tour going to happen? Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the beginning of April, but I'm really stepping out on faith here because it's not funded. I have a few people behind me, mm-hmm. um, but I have to. Uh, it, it'll 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 reveal itself. See, I'm saying April, mm-hmm. but if I have to go into May. Then I'll do that. That's fine for you. Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Because I, I, I originally I thought it would be sooner, but it's, it doesn't make any sense. It's, everything's in development, mm-hmm. it's blossoming, you know what I mean? And so, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to let it go by. And we've been making good moves and uh, on the, just on the fly, just on on, on faith and, and on your instinct, you know, of what's right. And we've been doing doing pretty good. I would have never believed we could have got the, the exposure. Got this far, huh? Yeah, without... A, a budget of resources, and I have people calling me professional people who do this, who have um, labels behind them, mm-hmm. asking me how I did it. Wow! And not believing that I got the eighty nine dollar pro package from CD <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, so, some don't, some do, some some don't believe it. You know, uh, but but it, it's very uh, nice looking. Well, you know, I had this good sense to let the company design the company. <laughs> if I did, it'd be black. <laughs> it would be black, like with just maybe some silver letters or gold letters, you know. They put color to it, give it pop. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, because it, it definitely catches your eye. Yes, yes, it's amazing. You know? yeah. And it's cool that it's an EP because you can really hold on to it yeah. and look at it. You know, especially for us <clears throat> seasoned people. <laughs> seasoned, you know. Like well, we, you know, we we grew up with albums, right? Exactly. So we like to hold right our music. There, there you go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I, I tell you, I decided like you guys, you you guys designed it because, you know, I didn't have a lot of money, but I said I better invest in that because it would be just be black, <laughs> everything would be black and like with little white letters, you know, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, well, 
not mere, very imaginative when it comes to the, that's not my <laughs> that's, forte. That's not your forte. <laughs> no, no. That's no. not where you're that artist, no, right? You are music, not that right, artist. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, mighty producer, can you play cut number four? Give my life to Jesus. Earl Whitaker on guitars, lead vocal, background vocals. Julius Whitaker guest, background vocals. James Moore, drums. Randy Bost, trumpet. Oh, yeah, Bost. Bost. Like, of course, I still yeah, have my glasses okay. and can't you know, see it. You know, yeah. <laughs> Roy Alexander, percussion. Jay Rowe, keyboards. Special consultant, Chris Big Dog Davis. Sir. And this is produced by you and Andy, Andy Abel. Abel. Never realized he was my only friend until one day he came, turned my life around. Now I'm standing on solid ground.
I really like that song. Oh, thank you. I really like that song. So that is your grandson? Yes. His voice is fantastic on he did, background he, vocals. He did a great job. He did a great job. Thank you, Julius. <laughs> he did a great job. And Randy Boss and yeah. Trumpet, I think it just is the way that song yeah, really comes yeah. together. But you know, I can it, see why that, that you know, that's one of the more popular songs that people are downloading. Yes, yes. And, and it's, uh, so what we're trying to do is go like gospel urban with it. Okay. We follow the model of Mary Mary. Mm-hmm. Walk, mm-hmm. uh, walk, walk in. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which so, is one of my very favorite There you go. Songs. So we just yeah. want to follow that model. And and it's tough to do it independently. But I, can I, could I thank my, you my, my people? You can thank your Please? people. Thank you so much. I want to thank James Moore, Willie Moore, Chris Herbert, Jay Rowe, Roy Alexander, Julius Whitaker Guest, Tim Johnson, and uh, a promise, Garland Andrew McClam, who's also an associate producer, a co-executive producer, uh, my wife, Lenora Whitaker. Thank you. She's an, she's an uh, ex- co-executive producer also. Thank you, uh, I am a, Yes, thank you. I'm a co-executive producer. And Roy Alexander is our executive producer. He's also the percussionist. And uh, did I forget anybody? Eddie Cloud, Jordan Cloud, Trevor Somerville, we said him, Clifton McLean, John Gary, and Selena Hobby. And I got everybody on there. I okay? think you did. Yes, yes. Thank you this, all. We love you. I love you. This Earl is very special. And I'm I'm so happy that you got the chance and opportunity to share this with us yes. today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate I it. I really do appreciate this. And when you come back from Europe, yes, come back. Absolutely. All right, we'll yeah. have you back. Can't get rid of me now. <laughs> <laughs> so again, the name of the EP by Earl Whitaker is "You Make My Day," and my mighty producer. Harry is going to finish with that track, but just let me tell you that if you didn't get the opportunity to hear the show in full, please come back at 6 p.m. today. We're back on 103.5 FMLP. This has been the show on WNHH. Joy you